0: Good morning, my friend. It is August 1st, 2023, and it is all in August. We're going to do a Hope Edition of All In August. We're going to have all kinds of episodes about self brain surgery and how we take hope no matter what's happening, and how when it's time to go all in in your life to pursue everything that God has in store for you, to finally learn how to operate your incredible nervous system the way it was designed. And you know in your heart it is time to go all in. That's what we're about this month. We have some incredible guests coming up on the show, some amazing episodes, and I have a whole new, brand new series of Tuesdays with Tata's coming at you, but we did not get that done. Tata got back. After midnight, after many flight delays, and Sunday just wasn't going to happen. So, and then this morning I was going to give you a brand new All In August episode. Harvey and Lewis decided to get up and get involved in that. So, uh, here on August first, I'm going to give you back last year's August first All In August episode. It's a perfect setup for what we're going to do. We're going to get after Psalm 37:4, and we're going to hear from some folks who called in last year to tell us they were all in, and you can do that too. Speakpipe.com/slash Doctor Lee Warren. Speakpipe.com slash Dr. Lee Warren. Let me know if you're all in, if you're ready to finally get your brain under control so it'll operate as it's designed to help you become healthier, feel better, and be happier. It is time to get after it. We're going to talk a little bit about Mark Batterson's book, All In. Had a great book signing this weekend, and two people, Don and Mary Goosey, came up and said, Hey, we first heard about you in All In August last year, and we are still all in, and we're so glad to hear from y'all. I have on my desk a large bag of Cheetos that was given to me by Regina Hansen, who showed up to say hi and hug me and Lisa at the book uh, book signing on Saturday. So thank you, Regina. I have not opened those Cheetos yet. I am resisting them because I am all in on not having Cheetos at 5 o'clock in the morning this year. So friend, listen, whatever you're doing in your life, whatever you've been thinking about, whatever your heart's been tugging at you about, whatever the Spirit and the Lord has been pestering you about, it is time to get after it. If you're tired of every day feeling the same, feeling like everything is is so hard you're tired of being so tired and you're ready to finally cast off everything that's holding you back and become healthier feel better and be happier there's only one thing you have to do you have to change your mind so you can change your life and all in august is all about that we're going to go deep in all the aspects of how hope is the first dose of getting it done and we're going to start today hey
1: this is gene from wyoming I just want to join up and be all in. I'm Dana, Rhonda, and I'm going
0: all in. This is Steve from Troy. I'm all in. I've followed the Lord for 50 plus years and fallen many times. But I know each time I get up, as long as I'm following the Lord, I'm pointed in the right direction. Thank you for your encouragement. Continuing to press in. God bless- hey, are you ready to change your life? Please subscribe so you never miss an episode and tell your friends about it. If you tell two or three friends this podcast was helpful to you, imagine how much good we can all do around the world together. I'm Dr. Lee Warren and I'm here to help you change your mind so you can change your life. Let's get after it. Good morning, friend. August 1st, about five o'clock in the morning, and we are starting all in August. You just heard from some more of your peers, your friends, your fellow sojourners on this life and... and they're all in we've gotten uh, i think it was 30 or more voicemails in the last day or so people who are all in with us who just they're going to take this month to finally say you know what we're going to draw a line in the sand and the way it's been isn't acceptable and we're going to press on for something we feel like god is calling us to That's bigger more maybe in some cases less than what we've been doing Maybe you're being called to have August be a time of learning how to balance your life. Maybe you've burned out. Maybe you're overworked. Maybe you're overstressed. Maybe it's time to learn how to take Sabbath and learn how to rest. Maybe it's time to repair a relationship, to press in harder With your financial goals, maybe it's time to get up off the couch and start moving again. Maybe it's time to put down the cigarettes, to stop the numbing behavior, alcohol, gambling, online activities, whatever it is that's happening, watching too much television. Maybe it's time to go back to church. Maybe whatever it is for you, if you decided to go all in, that means there's something that you're hungry and thirsty for. Your life isn't providing you, and you've decided that it's time to go. So today, we're just going to talk a little bit about that. I started this morning in a really unusual way. My phone rang very early. Somebody we care about is in the middle of a difficult situation in their family, and they needed kind of an emergency prayer. There's a big situation happening, and I just would ask you, friend, I can't give you more details, but I would just ask you today, just take a second, even right now, just take a second and say a prayer for a couple and their extended family, and there's there's just a, a big difficult hard situation that these people are in they're not family of ours they don't go if you're one of my relatives don't go trying to figure out who I'm talking about <laughs> you don't know them but just take a second and pray that the lord would intervene that the enemy would be defeated that everybody's safe and everybody's at peace and that that restoration and healing and peace would come about in this situation it's difficult and the person who called just said i'm i'm so it feels so out of my control. I can't fix it for them. I can't sleep and I'm just struggling. And so friend, I'm just asking you uh, hearing my voice right now, say a prayer and just ask God to intervene. You don't need to know the name or the the place or the time, but just know that somebody out there is hurting and there's a scary situation and, and they need your help. So pray, just pray. Thank you. Okay. All in August, I told you we're going to have two theme verses. First one is Psalm 37 and verse 4, and it's this. Delight yourself in the Lord, and He'll give you the desires of your heart. Delight yourself in the Lord, and He'll give you the desires of your heart. And that's our theme verse. We're going to start with that one today. And I want you to, to put a green light, a green highlight on that one in your Bible if you haven't. Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. Now, this verse... I want you to take a little caution here because this verse is not telling you. It seems on the surface like it might be telling you that whatever you want, God will give it to you. That's not what he's saying. He wants to change your appetite. And one of the reasons you might be listening to my podcast is you might be feeling like the things that you've been feeding yourself in your life, and I don't mean literal food, maybe in some cases maybe, but the things that you've been feasting on or the things that you've been taking refuge in, the things that you've been using to to numb your brain and turn your brain off so you don't worry about other things, those things are not filling you up and you're realizing it now. You're, you you find that you drink from the well of the world and it leaves you thirstier. You you eat from the, the table that the world is offering you and it's leaving you hungrier. And so you've said, hey, I, I want... A different. I want to change my diet of these things. I want life to feel different, to to fill me in a different way, to quench my thirst in a different way. And if you've tried everything else and it just isn't working, then maybe it's just time to go all in and let God give you a different thought process. So Psalm 37, 4, that's exactly what it's about. Delight yourself in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart. And what he'll give you if you delight in him is a different appetite. And Jesus gives us the menu in Matthew 5, 6. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be satisfied. Now, this word blessed, we've talked about it before. It's the Greek word makarios. And that word actually should be translated happy. It will make you happy if you hunger and thirst for righteousness instead of all these other things that that you thought you were hungry and thirsty for. And Jesus says, you'll be happy if you hunger and thirst after righteousness, for I'll fill you. It'll fill you up. And you'll finally, like he said to the woman at the well in John, you'll finally stop being thirsty because I'm going to give you water that will actually quench your thirst. Listen, friend, if your life feels like Isaiah said, that you've been eating the bread of adversity and drinking the water of suffering, if you feel like that, and you just can't be satisfied, then what happens is when you realize that that life isn't satisfying you, that life isn't working out the way you want, or that it's scary, or it's hard, or, or it's depressing, or anxiety, or whatever, then what happens is you find some other way to try to check the box of feeling better. And you turn to alcohol, you turn to pornography, you turn to that relationship that you ought not to be in. Those text messages or clicking on that website or spending on Amazon to try to buy something that might finally make you feel better, right? So you're turning to something that will give you a diet that you think will fill that hunger, satisfy that thirst, and it's just not working. So today's the day to finally just draw a line in the sand and say, hey, I'm going to go all in. Now, don't, don't spend time looking backwards and worrying about the past. It's already gone. Like, like I told you before, the, the tide comes up and washes those footprints off the beach, and they're gone. There's no more footprints. They're washed away. There's no old beaches. So there's no reason to go back and and try to rethink some moment in the past or relitigate some problem in the past. There's no reason to do that. Just pray and ask God to forgive you if there's been sin and ask him to give you a different diet, to give you a different appetite, to want different things. Because here's the thing from the neuroscience standpoint. You will never break a habit. You will never make a new habit by thinking that you just can't do a certain thing anymore. You'll never get a better habit by just feeling bad about the old habit. Because what will happen is if you decide, okay, I don't need to drink anymore or I don't need to X, Y, or Z anymore, if you decide that, but in your mind you think there's still some joy to be had or still some purpose or value to that thing that you're trying to give up, then what's going to happen is over time, if you let's say you stack up five or 10 or 30 or 60 or 90 days of not doing that thing, then what's going to happen is your brain is going to keep telling you over and over that you're hurting yourself by not having the thing that you thought you wanted if the idea is just that you've got to knuckle it out and not do the certain thing because you feel guilty about it or whatever, then you're going to start telling yourself some lies and maybe they sound familiar to you. Like, Hey, I can just have a little bit. I, I deserve it. I've had a hard day. The only thing that's going to help me is that thing. That's the kind of pressure that's going to start building in your head and in your heart. Unless instead of willpower, you change your diet. So it's instead of just trying not to do a certain thing, you want to start building some habits and some systems around doing a different thing, and buying into the reason that you need to do that different thing, that you want to do that different thing. My friend Gordon Livingston, a psychiatrist, used to say, "You're not what you say; you are what you do." Okay, so so you on August first, here, friend, saying, "I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. and I'm going to lose 25 pounds. And I'm going to I'm going to quit doing that, and I'm going to and I'm going to change everything." If the underlying deal in your brain is because you think that thing is bad and, and that thing is is making you fat and that thing is something to be ashamed of, but it's the only thing that will help you. Then over time, you'll start resenting that choice and the pressure to fall back into that old pattern will build and build until it feels like you're going to explode. And then you'll justify it in your head. I can just do a little bit. I can just do this one idol. It doesn't really count because I only had one. Or it doesn't really count because I, I didn't really buy anything. I just did this or that. It, it, the pressure will build. It'll knock you off your path. So the, the right answer is instead of saying you're going to do those things, start doing different things. Start chasing hunger and thirst, Jesus said, for righteousness. Start wanting different things. In the book Atomic Habits by James Clear, he has a sentence where he said, you don't rise to the level of your goals, you fall to the level of Of your systems. I did a whole episode called Systems Keep You Sane about the systems that I have in my life to help me overcome certain things and to make sure I succeed at certain things. You don't rise to the level of your goals, you fall to the level of your systems. So here on August 1st, as we're setting out, I just want to give you that thought process about deciding that it's time to go all in, and the, the way to succeed in going all in is to build some systems around the pursuit of what it is that you really want to achieve or really want to become or really want to overcome. Build some systems. Now, how do you do that? If you're going to make a new habit, you have to break an old habit, but but you don't break the old habit by willpower. You break it by pursuing New systems that will produce success over time. Stack little victories. Every time you get a check mark on that list, you're going to get a little dopamine hit that says, hey, I did a good job, and you're going to be proud of yourself. And then you want that pride feeling again. You want that success feeling, so you chase that. And all of a sudden, 30 days have gone by, and you haven't really thought about that old thing because you're pursuing something that tastes better, and it leaves you feeling a little more full, and it leaves you feeling a little more satisfied. and not as thirsty anymore. And just remember, if you keep doing what you've been doing, you're going to keep getting what you've been getting. If you want to change, you've got to change something and you have to start by changing yourself. And the secret to that, as Jesus said, is to delight yourself in him and to be hungry and thirsty for better things, to have a better system in place instead of just trying to break habits. Okay? So that's the idea. Now remember, if you're going to make changes, there's three things that are going to be true. You're going to have that negative voice in your head that's going to tell you that you can't do it, that you've tried, and it's going to remind you of all the times you've tried and failed before. The enemy's going to try to challenge you and tell you that you can't do this. And you tend to believe that voice in your head because it's your voice. I'm sorry, my voice is cracking up. You tend to believe it because it's your own voice that you hear, right? It's your words. And you say, I can't do that. Like every time I try that, I fail. Might as well just quit. But your brain is hardwired for negativity. So remember that your brain is not always going to tell you the truth. And that's why You have to believe me when I tell you that not every thought you have is true and that feelings are not facts. Feelings are not facts, friends. Just because you feel something doesn't mean it's true. It's a chemical event in your brain. And the good news is with self-brain surgery, you can change that baseline chemical state. And it starts by thinking better thoughts and teaching your brain how to respond when you feel certain things because thoughts become things. And the more you allow negative thoughts to go unchallenged, the more physical synapses your brain brain makes to help automate those feelings that you associate with those thoughts and they become more and more real over time. So knowing that, you're smart enough to know that if you think better thoughts and build better habit, build better thought loops in your brain, that you'll make better synapses and you'll start feeling the baseline feeling will become better. This is true. It's true from neuroscience. It's absolutely true. When you think about better things and make yourself challenge those negative thoughts, things get better. So if you're going to go all in, you just have to know this you're going to commit to breaking that habit or fixing that relationship or get closer to God or make better financial decisions or whatever it is, improve your fitness, your diet, whatever. You better get ready for some opposition because I'm telling you, the enemy, And whether you believe in spiritual warfare or whether you believe in God or the devil or any of those things are real, I believe that they are. But even if you don't, you will agree, I think, that anytime you try to make major positive change in your life, you run into all kinds of resistance. Stevens Pressfield's book, The The War of Art, he calls it the resistance. And he's talking about, he doesn't believe in the devil, but he's talking about this reality that happens. Anytime you try to do something big or change something, you, you run into all kinds of walls. It's inevitable. You try to go on a diet and that day your friend brings a carrot cake to the office and it's your favorite. And, and you got to have a piece because it's their birthday and you have to, or you'll look bad, right? Or you decide you're going to quit drinking and you have to go to dinner with your boss and, and he opens a bottle of wine and almost demands that you have a drink with them. It, it, it's going to happen, right? You're going to break that relationship, and then somebody offends you, hurts you, you're broken hearted, and that person's right there to, to fall on. It's easy, and you just fall back into that habit. The enemy's going to put those things in your path. It's going to happen. So knowing that, pre-have your brain to be ready for those challenges to come along because if you try to make a decision, John Bevere says, you're, anytime you're about to have a big breakthrough is when you're going to encounter the biggest opposition because the enemy doesn't care. In fact, he likes it when you're failing, when you're drowning in your own sorrows, when you're drinking, when you're doing all that. Because when you're doing that stuff, you can't be effective for the kingdom. You can't make a difference and impact in other people's lives because you're wallowing in your own misery. The enemy's not going to bother you down there. But when you try to get out of that hole, Jesus said in John 10.10, the thief comes to steal and kill and destroy. But I've come that you might have life and have it abundantly. See, when you try to get out of that hole, that's when you're going to get attacked. And so just be ready for it. Just know it's coming. Just be prepared. Like Buford standing on that hill at Gettysburg, he could look out across the hill and he could see in his mind the battle that was coming. He could just see it, how it was going to play out, how the ground was situated. And he knew where the enemy would likely come. He made a decision to to dismount his cavalry and and prepare to fight right on that ground because he could see it coming. But if he had just been happy-go-lucky stumbling through life or hung over and not thinking about it that much or whatever he would have stumbled right into that fight and the war would have gone differently so be ready be prepared for the enemy to attack and think through it now i want you to get the book all in by mark patterson i want you to get that book if you can't afford it send me an email lee at dr lee com. we're going to give away a few copies we've given away one already we can't give away a hundred i can't afford it but we can do four or five so if you feel like you just, there's no way you don't have a library, you don't have the ability to spend 10 or $11 on Amazon right now. If it's just too tough and you think the book would help you and you want to go all in, just send me an email, lee at drleewarren.com, and we'll provide a few books as a curriculum for some of the things we're going to go through this month. So I want you to consecrate yourself. When what that means is setting yourself apart. You're making a decision that you're going to pursue him, pursue this new diet, this new appetite of your life. With all your heart, you're going to go all in. D.L. Moody said, The world has yet to see what God will do with and for and through and in and by the person who is fully and wholly concentrated, consecrated to God. The world has yet to see, friend, what God will do with and for and through and in and by you if you go all in, if you're fully and wholly consecrated. To him. If you decide this is the month, I'm going to believe the promise of Psalm 37, 4. I'm going to commit my way to the Lord, trust in him, and he will act. I'm calling on you, Jesus, to keep your promise. I know you will, and I'm committing myself to you. I'm hungry, and I'm thirsty, and my life isn't satisfying me, so I want to try what you said, happy I'll be if I hunger and thirst for righteousness, for, they'll be, for I'll be satisfied. I'll be happy. I'll be blessed, and it's going to be better 31 days from now. I can't promise you that all your problems are going to be solved. In fact, I can promise you that they won't be because God never says that he's going to solve all our problems or make everything easier, make the cancer go away or make us win the lottery. He never says that. What he says is I will be with you. Put your burdens on me. I will carry them for you. I will help you. I'll help you see the hope and the light again. And it's because we can have that hope and we can fight for a better opportunity tomorrow. We can never stop believing that the light's going to come back on because he keeps those promises. That's how we tell a better story with our life, even though we go through hard things. And that's how we learn to build a system around what we do in the evening. So we stop that numbing behavior that we've used for years as a crutch and as a a way to turn our brains off. So we stop thinking about the other things that we don't want to think about anymore. And then that leads to waking up better the next morning and making better decisions and deciding to put the track shoes on and go to the treadmill instead of eating that extra donut. It, It leads to better decisions and better thought processes. And then all of a sudden we start to feel a little pride and a little hope Starts building, and we say, "You know what? I did it for yesterday. I can do it for today. And if I can do it for today, I can do it for tomorrow." And before you know it, you've gone all in, and you're fully committed, and you're making progress. And it finally feels like some of those chains are falling off, and the great cloud of witnesses is cheering you on, and you're going forward. Let's let Tommy sing to us right now. Let's sing it, to Tommy. Let's let's hear forward. This is our theme song, forward.
1: path Many twists and turns But I'm not looking back I'm walking straight ahead Believing what you've said, Lord That you're gonna be with me No matter what life brings out I'm pressing toward the bright. I'm going for has been a long, long time I've been staying where it says. There's so much I'm gonna miss If I don't leave this old familiar place Oh, troubles, I know they'll come But I believe, Lord, you'll make a way As I take each step of faith You're gonna lead me by your grace
0: us first. It's time to go all in. It's time to hunger and thirst for different things because we're so tired of eating and not being filled and drinking and still being thirsty. It's time to go all in. And the good news is you can start today. Hi, Dr. Warren. This is Kara McMackin calling from the beautiful Black Hills
1: of South Dakota. And I'm just calling to say that I am all in.
0: Hey, thanks for listening. Please subscribe to the show so you automatically get every episode. And if you like the show, you'll love my weekly letter. Check out my writing at drleewarren.substack.com, drleewarren.substack.com. Get the free newsletter every week for my best prescriptions for becoming healthier, feeling better, and being happier through the power of faith and neuroscience smashing together.